Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We had to go in for a C-section, which was unplanned. That's when my mental shift kind of, I was like, oh, this is emotionally really going to be tough. Epidural, it's fentanyl. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Y'all are just high the whole time. We don't get the boost of oxytocin in our brains no. that make us think it was all magic. We're just like rationally experiencing it all. Oh, wait, are you guys saying it's harder for the day? No. <laughs> No. I finally get to sleep after like two days and then two hours later the nurses come in. I love the nurses but I was literally like you guys are a joke. I don't even know if people like sat down with you guys and talked it out like this. The nurse like comes over to me and she's like you're losing more blood than like you should be. What's, What's up, up dudes? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. Woo! <laughs> we are joined Woo-hoo. today by my brother and sister-in-law. Let's give it up for Caleb Howard. Woo-hoo. And Abby Howard, who literally has the same name as my wife. They just can't had, stop talking about it. We can't, yeah. It's I don't either know. confusing or convenient. Is that, everyone convenient. knows that at this point, right? I'm pretty sure. I think, unless you're new. Yeah, unless if you're you, new, we have the exact same name. Mm-hmm. Which I think really throws people off. They're like, how are you guys related? Like, as if first names run in a family. We, we talked about that last episode, right? We did. So it, they should just watch the... Yeah, if you haven't watched that one, that was pre-birth, and now they just literally had a baby. You're about to celebrate three months of having a baby, Uh so congratulations. Thank you. Let's just give it up. Right He's literally right here. He's just chilling with us. Yeah, while we while He's we film this. He's a good this. baby. He is a um, good baby. How are you guys doing? Great. How's the parenthood life going? Mm, I think it's been really an easier transition than I thought it was going to be. Thankfully. No way. Yes. I feel like that's. I feel. I'm so curious because for us, I feel like it was almost. The, it was the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah, but... it was definitely the opposite. <laughs> I really love that for you guys. Wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been different. It's been I, easier. I think How? everyone, uh, a ton of people we talked to were like, you just got to get through it. Like people really, <laughs> like the first three months, like it just, you'll blink and it'll be passed. And like, so I was prepared for the worst. Yes. But I think we literally got the best baby ever. Yes. I think it does make a difference. He barely cries. <laughs> like we talk about that a lot. He doesn't really cry. So little you guys had that, that experience, right? We went to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so little that when we went to our pediatrician, we asked him, he, you know, he asked how he was doing and we were like, well, he's, he's good. Is he too good? Like, is he so good that something's wrong? Yeah. Like he just doesn't, he only cries when he's hungry and when he's got a bad diaper. Yeah. And we were, he just kind of sleeps when he's tired. I don't know. Genuinely asking like, is there something wrong? Like, is he mute? Or? Yeah. Is he a mute? <laughs> like we were scared, but he hears good and he startles. So he said he was okay. Great. I just, I love how chill he is right now. I'm just like looking at I him. I love and- that he's just literally like making eye contact with you, being fully entertained. <laughs> this is our first live show. What do you, oh, our first live show? What do you mean? What do you mean? Do you mean li- our first- we have a live audience. Oh, we have oh. a live audience member. Oh. That's really Live cute. studio audience. No, but audience, clap your hands. <laughs> wait, they just find out that they're live on. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait, um, wait, you're not gonna edit this to make us look good. <laughs> um, yeah, I I love that. I love I love that he's been so good for you guys. Um, I really do. I'm really happy that it's been. Really, I'm so happy for you. I really but mean here's that. Here's the thing, Matt. It doesn't like your experience still has been like they're still doing all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you guys are just. I've, I mean, I've thought of this about you since being my. I don't think I've really told you, but like the way that you have transitioned into motherhood has been like so incredible to watch just because Mm -hmm. it's so natural to you like Mm -hmm. just seeing you is so in tune with everything with your baby and this whole process and Mm -hmm. it's really inspiring for me to watch thank you and the way that you just handle everything with so much joy and like Mm -hmm. every little thing about it you can just tell that it just like fills you up and it's really cool to watch wow thank you I appreciate that. I didn't think that that would be the case for me, truthfully. I, when I was, when we found out we were pregnant, we talked about this before, but we were very, felt very unprepared. And I think emotionally, spiritually, financially, just kind of felt 
a little I think I just said it unprepared and then as the time went on I just I could not picture myself with a newborn I did not know how that was going to be and even seeing you guys with Griffin I feel like gave us a really good picture of okay here's what the time commitment looks like here's what breastfeeding looks like and you guys set such a good example for us so I was like okay I feel like I can picture it but when we would go visit Griffin, if he got upset, we would hand him to you. You know what I mean? You were the parent, so you would handle the hard things. And so I just never pictured, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be that person that they're going to hand the baby to when he gets upset or, you know, and think, that really freaked me out. <laughs> I think I changed Griffin's diaper once and I'm like, I'm good. But now <laughs> I obviously I change his diaper daily. Yeah, I think so. We just did not feel parenty. But then when he came into the world... I appreciate you saying that because I do feel like it did change kind of instantly. Where I was like, oh my gosh, I love the newborn stage. Mm-hmm. I love just watching him and all the things that seemed so terrible, like snuggling him when he was crying or changing his diapers or being up late in the middle of the night to feed did feel very sweet. Mm. And, I, and I, yeah, Is that a only different. a mom thing? Did you feel that same way, Matt? I know, Abby, Ooh. I feel like you've said that. Like you've felt the same, right? Well, okay, something I did feel guilty about is with both boys, but especially with Augie, I, maybe it's because the birth happened so fast, but, like, when he came, I didn't feel like, I wouldn't say it was instantly like you said. Like, I think it was like, I was like, there's a baby in here. That's my baby. Like, I had to, like, remind myself mm-hmm. almost, which, like, I felt kind of like, I feel almost guilty to say because I didn't have, like, an instant moment, but then, like, as each day, especially as things started to get more normal, especially when we left the hospital, <laughs> I started to feel that like it came in like a rush of emotions. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say it happened instantly. I don't think Matt, I don't want to speak for you, but did yeah. it happen instantly with Augie? Like the connection? Yeah. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. I think I'm like, I'm so much more connected to Griffin. And we we like joke lightly, right? Because like we, we love our boys equally. Um, and obviously it's like easier to connect with like Griffin right now since he, he can interact with us and like, I'll laugh at him and then he'll laugh back at me. And then, (laughs) and he can like, he's starting to say words now. And so it's just like so much easier to connect with him, but, um, it doesn't change the way that we love our kids, but yeah, it it is harder. I think when they're, when they're that little and you're literally just keeping a human alive to Mm -hmm. have some sort of close relationship really when they're not really able to interact with you. So I'll ask, let me reframe it maybe slightly. I feel like moms, when they are, even though it's still like growing in time, obviously you get closer, but you know, you're breastfeeding and you're doing that every three hours for 30 minutes, whatever it is. Now you with Griffin, um, you've, and it's your second, Mm. uh, do you feel like you have that connection with Augie, I, I feel like, do you feel like you get to parent? I feel like I just had nothing to give and I didn't mm-hmm. have that connection. And I'm just like, oh, he's just kind of there. But every month as he develops more and now he can make yeah. eye can- contact and now he's starting to smile. Like I'm feeling like I can actually be a dad more. Yeah. And in the first early weeks and months, it was like, I'm just here. Well, I thought it was funny because your your sister-in-law was giving you crap for coming over to our house and I think your son was here and then Griffin was here and you went to go say hi to Griffin first. <laughs> and she was like, are you serious? You're not going to say hi to your own kid? But it's just like, but it's true though. Like you, you can't, when they're really, really young, you can't have that same sort of like relationship. You still love them so much, but it's like, he's not going to remember that you went and said hi to Griffin first. No. And and you lo- it doesn't change how much you love your kid, but. Griffin, um, when he's. When he sees me, it's awesome. Yeah, he really, he really, really likes. I you. think that you're the favorite of Griffin. I'm you're, trying to keep it that you're way. Definitely, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it that you're way. You're definitely one of Griffin's favorite, and it's cool how he's gotten we old said, enough. You want to go see Caleb? You. He came. He like stopped what he was doing. He started walking <laughs> oh, in. Yeah. Oh my heart! It's so sweet. It's so cute. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe. Let me go back. I don't know if it was instant, like after birth, but I think maybe because CJ was in the NICU for a couple of days, mm. that when we finally, when he finally got to come to our room and like I got to spend more than like 30 minutes with him at a time, mm-hmm. I was just so, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is finally our baby. Yeah. And I think that was maybe where like the joy switch happened. Mm. It was like right at the end of the hospital stay when I was like, oh my gosh, he actually feels like ours and we own him. Yeah. And he's not just, yeah. Yeah. So I think that that was when that happened. Okay, you just said something that I feel like totally, we're like, well, we need to like rewind a little bit. Yeah, you guys, like 
you had to go through the whole NICU thing. You guys were in the hospital mm-hmm. for a while. What was your birth experience and that whole event? Was that anything of what you expected at all? No. <laughs> Not even in the slightest. Not even slightly. You said something when you talked about your C-section. You said it was so beautiful. And after listening to that, I remember sitting there and I was like, I think our birth was a lot of things, but I would never describe it as beautiful, which made me kind of sad thinking mm. about that. Mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, I think we had a, almost every curveball that Dang. I felt could have happened, happened. You, uh, I think it's okay to say, like you, you met up with um, one of our nurses in the hospital, mm. and like, obviously we want to have more kids, but just thinking about the whole hospital situation, and this is not a knock on any of the doctors or nurses. They made the experience as best as they have possibly could have made it, just me- medically and what happened. Like, I don't have good thoughts about mm. the whole birth process Mm -hmm. like i don't want to think about that yeah i think we've we've had to process a lot of what happened so i'll just kind of fill in wait hold up what were your expectations going in i thought you know i'm active healthy young like i'm just gonna go in there and push this baby out and it'll be awesome and i was expecting pain i was expecting that like none of that i was i wasn't really scared at all for labor so i was i'm like every every labor is beautiful like it's gonna be such a cool experience and I would say that it was up until after three and a half hours of pushing I thought it was cool and awesome like I would go into the hospital tomorrow and have a baby and push again like I just thought that whole scenario was so cool and empowering and fun and it was mentally extremely draining and exhausting but like we were laughing we were having fun I mean I have sweet memories of us and there are emotional ups and downs during it and things that were hard that happened during the actual like laboring part. But then pushing for three and a half hours, CJ ended up being stuck and his head could not descend under my pelvis bone. And it was kind of in like a weird positioning and then ended up getting an infection. So we had to go in for a C-section, which was unplanned. And that was kind of in my mind, that was where the switch turned from like, oh, this is cool and joyful to holy crap we're pressing the restart button on something that i've just we've just put so much time in like 60 hours three days of time into this and my body is so exhausted and now i'm about to press start and do it all over Mm -hmm. from the beginning and that really i was so sad about that truly Mm -hmm. yeah for a lot of people i feel like c-section is the worst case scenario Mm -hmm. so yeah i remember we were talking to you guys i think we went and saw the barbie movie together Mm -hmm. and you guys were so excited you're like tomorrow's the day we're gonna go like meet our baby and you were uh i think it was like some sort of like tablet or something that you're you were getting to help induce labor Mm -hmm. and we were like so excited for you but also at the same time like oh crap i don't think they realize like what this is about to be and we had no idea that you guys were like (laughs) obviously we had no idea what to like fully what you guys what you were going to go through but we knew we had a feeling it was going to be a, a lot more yeah. than what you expected. And so, like, one day went by and, like, the baby wasn't there. And then it was, like, two days went by and it just, like, mm-hmm. kept taking longer and longer. Um, were you – I don't know. I mean – What were things you were doing during labor to keep your spirits up? I mean – We were excited the whole time, I thought. Yeah. I felt like – I thought it was really fun. We went on lots of laps. We walked around the hospital a bunch because I was on Pitocin at that point once I got admitted. So we were walking around – you know, taking laps, laughing, joking. The nurses were so fun. We loved chatting with them. I mean, we had music going. We were praying. We were reading. We watched a little bit of the show Quarterback on Netflix. I mean, we were just keeping our mind busy. And then once I got... It felt like a... Like a middle school sleepover slumber party. Kayla <laughs> kept saying that because all the nurses were out. It was middle of the night on Saturday, and they were all the nurses were out there ch- ch- chit chatting and laughing. And we, were and we were having snacks. We were having snacks and like soda. And he was he was like, "This literally feels like a slumber party," and Cute. it did. It was so it was so fun. But then I feel like when I got the epidural, I just was not mentally prepared for my body to feel paralyzed. And that was kind of crazy. I feel like that's when my mental shift kind of, I was like, oh, this is emotionally really going to be tough. You couldn't move anything? No, mine was so strong. He had to lift my legs. Like I couldn't, I was so dead and it felt like pins and needles in my legs the whole time. It's so crazy how different experiences with the epidural are because Mm. when I got the epidural, I was 
like I literally looked up can you get high from an epidural you literally can't <laughs> there's nothing in there that can make you high it's just like uh something can happen when it's like you feel so much relief mm. like I felt so much relief I was like in a euphoria so well, you took a video and I was like goofy like well, I was like well you would I thought I was high no one talks about this epidural it's fentanyl yeah and then I googled it because we just watched like a war movie recently and they use like morphine you know people yeah. get shot and they give them morphine I'm like okay what is this compared to morphine it's like a hundred times more powerful than morphine. That's insane. And what does that tell you guys about how painful it That's is? That's insane. <laughs> it's like you get shot. It's like it's like they're on the battlefield, bro. Like birth birth is like the battlefield and like they're getting the this medicine. And then all of a sudden I was given like the best thing in the world. I was literally like, I can feel things. And I was so relieved. I thought that I was high. Yeah. Honestly, I hated the epidural, but I would do it all over again. I had a weird reaction. Like I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought I was having a seizure. Like I couldn't, and I know the shakes are common, but I couldn't control any of the muscles in like my face, my body. Like I was, I couldn't even move my hands to like press the button for the See, next. I could oh still gosh. feel contraction, could- so I couldn't really sleep. Really? Through your epidural? You I could, could move your hands. That. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't like stop the shaking enough to like, I was like trying to press the button and oh. I was really struggling. Like I was shaking so intensely. You were. Did that give you anxiety? Yeah, I had the shakes. Did. I had shakes too. Yeah, which I think is really common. They put uh, heavy blankets on me because so, I was like, yes, yes, yeah. You can't control. Yeah, mm. it's scary. It's just. But like, they also didn't give me a button to get more. Oh, they did give me that. Is it because you're cold? Were you shivering? I didn't feel cold. Mm-mm. Okay. But once they kind of changed your position, they sat me up. And they gave me sugar. <laughs> you know, brought my blood sugar back up, and I felt better. But I don't know. Just the whole thing kind of freaked me out, and then just mm. feeling like I couldn't move. So I feel like that kind of changed my mood a little bit from giddy to kind of I'm like, okay, I'm scared. This is getting tough. Yeah. You guys yeah. noticed this video of you walking in the hallway at the hospital, and you looked so happy and so excited, and. I just felt horrible for you guys. I'm like, <laughs> they feel like they're gonna have this baby like so soon, and I yeah, just, I just knew, I just knew that it wasn't gonna happen anytime soon. I yeah. just, I just knew, and I was like, oh, I hate this for them. Aww. Like, it's just, it's brutal. It's you a know? dose of reality. It's so, it's so amazing, but then it's also just like so brutal. And yeah. I did not, I didn't want you guys have to but have to go through I don't, that. I don't Aww, feel like sweet. most women look back on it several years later and think of it as brutal mess. That's what I think it's a I think it has to be the hormones that are released after birth. I really do. How much it's did like, I we don't, we don't you. get those hormones. <laughs> we don't exactly do you, you remember it how it was. You yeah. right? have a hormone release? We don't get the boost of oxytocin in our brains no. that make us think it was all magic. <laughs> well you know? I had a boost of oxytocin in my IV <laughs> <laughs> it's true they do give us that i was like what is that <laughs> happy juice <laughs> you came i remember when uh we all are just high the whole time we're just going through it right <laughs> and we're just like rationally experiencing it all and we're like this sleep is deprived <laughs> sleeping on a couch yeah. oh wait are you guys saying it's harder for the day no. <laughs> no i'm not saying that are you saying that i don't rip know them, rip them rip them in the comments please everybody tap them <laughs> I'm the oppressed one here. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, you're going to get it when you get home. That's not nice. That's yeah. not nice. Yeah. Oh, That's my funny. gosh. Okay. I feel like we should give Caleb a briefing on like what you can and can't say on social oh, media. Hello. I don't know. You need a briefing. I don't you need to cancel like four times. <laughs> oh, so um, okay. What was the timeline from the tablet to the uh, Pitocin to the epidural? So we went in Friday morning. Pretty early, got the first round of Cytotec, Okay. which was a very easy experience. Had that that whole day. We came back. We went to the movie. Not an oral pill. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that God. was surprising wait, wait. for him. Where, is the, where does the pill go? Um, surprising for me. Oh, you didn't know going in. Intra. In, vaginal. Up, up the up, vagina. Up. Don't, don't say it. <laughs> can you not say that? I don't know. Oh, wait, you can say anything you on the podcast. You got demonetized now. <laughs> You can say vagina on YouTube. Just stop. Careful. <laughs> I don't. I don't We're know. just teasing you. We don't what are know. people telling their kids to say these days? Is it like pooty or something? Like what do they tell their poot or like I don't what? Know. Is the... These are squishies. <laughs> <laughs> so these are squishies. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys gonna use those terms for your kids? Like no, all the. No, probably just call them what they are. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's weird. I think Rest. it makes. We'll Abby probably joke and okay, say. Okay, well, when my little two-year-old like kids, I would nanny would be like, my penis hurts. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, does it? Hmm. What? Tell your mom. I, I, I would have felt a little better with PP, honestly. <laughs> you remember we used to call boobs ooeys when we were kids? Ooey. I did not remember that. Was that just me? 
I think it was. I, maybe I just made that word up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh! Okay, but now that you say that, I remember you saying yes. I used to say that, <laughs> but I don't think I did. Why did it come up so much? We call each other buttheads too. That was like our biggest insult as kids. We'd be like, "You're a butthead." Yeah, oh but gosh. butt in our house was a bad word. We'd have to say tush. I know. When I say so when I we said, were in fighting, we would call each other buttheads, and we would get in trouble. <laughs> no, I said butt to Griffin today, and I was like, I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> feels wrong. We gotta be careful what we say from him. He knows even words crap. now. Even yeah. when I say crap, I'm like, oof. He understands everything. He can repeat that, and then that's gonna. Sound really bad is it weird that he like <laughs> understands words but can't say anything bad yeah. yes. His, like i'll be like griffin go get your sippy cup like a whole sentence and then he'll just go do it wow. when he That's eats crazy. food now he his but one like, word you can't say it sorry yeah do you think he's playing with you yeah, I think no, he, 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 he can't say the words very well. <laughs> maybe we it. shouldn't have done baby sign because maybe that's why he's not. No, but he'll say more. He loves food so much. He'll be like, ma, ma, ma. <laughs> he just keeps doing that. <laughs> I love we'll it. But, okay. but we sound it out for him. So he'll go, more. Oh, No, but he goes, ma. He, more like ma. Yeah. He says ma. He is so smart, honestly. Anyway, sorry, we, sorry. My ADHD got the best of me there. No, that's um, okay. Back to what you were saying yeah. about the pill. Okay, so Friday morning, we went in for Cytotech first round. Okay. Then we labored at the movie. Contractions weren't too terrible. Went back Saturday morning, got the second round. And then while I was there, they are kind of, I mean, I just hadn't progressed that much. So then they gave me the Foley balloon, which people are so... There's a lot. I was so scared for that. People were very dramatic about that on TikTok. You guys don't go to TikTok, don't look at TikTok for medical for advice because people want to scare you. It really wasn't that bad. No, the algorithm's just going to post the most over the top video, which yeah. is going to be a negative mm, experience. You know, it's entertaining. It gets people yeah. to yes. watch the whole thing to the end. If someone says, "I took this pill and it was a great experience," no one's going to watch that yeah. or care. Yeah, yeah. So mm, that's I, really true. Yeah. So we got the balloon. Then they sent us home to like labor. Went this home, thing's had a full on water balloon. So but they pulled it out. I almost punched the nurse. So uh, that goes up yeah. there too. Yes. Is that kind of annoying for you guys having stuff constantly shoved up there? Let's watch you guys when you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh it definitely well i had that once you get that epidural you don't feel anything you're kind of like do whatever you need to okay you get to a point i never understood my mom said this she's like once you go through labor you don't care you really don't care it gets to a point where you're just like do what you got to do put it up there pull it out stick me with anything you need like you just kind of are like <laughs> see what you need to see do what you need to do <laughs> you know <laughs> literally this episode is sponsored by Begamore. I remember distinctly a couple years back, I was talking to my friends about hair and I was telling them what I use for my hair wash routine. And they were like, girl, out of pure love and care for you, you need to update your hair care routine. And so ever since then, I've really tried to clean up my products and really look at the ingredients of what I'm using to make sure I'm taking care of my hair because I have one head of hair. This this is yeah. what I got for my life. I want to take care of it. And that's why I'm really excited to be trying Vegamore. The great thing about Vegamore is that they have good ingredients that are going to help your hair grow visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, and longer without all of the harsh crap that's in a lot of the more affordable things. Matt, didn't you yeah. use shampoo and from the Dollar I used Tree. to use shampoo and conditioner from the dollar store. I am proud to say that I no longer do that. I did, oh I used it in college. I was not aware of the of all the ingredients. And also, I just never read the ingredients, honestly. And um, the ethics of it. And yeah. that's the great thing about Vegamore is that every cute pink bottle is 100% cruelty free. And Ooh, they're okay. never formulated okay. with potentially harmful chemicals or hormones. That's things good. like that. Vegamore is actually having their biggest sales of the year going on right now. So it's a great time to stock up on all of your favorites. If you're new to Vegamore, you can try out their Grow Essentials kit. So it'll have more of their products that you can test out and try out, but for great savings. So for a limited time, go to vegamore.com slash unplanned and use code unplanned at checkout to get in on Vegamore's biggest sales of the year during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. So that's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash unplanned code unplanned to get the best deals on Vegamore's line of products. Vegamore.com slash unplanned code unplanned. Now back to the episode. When they pulled the nurse Shannon, she kind of, she's like, I'm going to pull this balloon out. And I, I go, what, what do you mean you're going to pull it out? She said, I'm going to pull it out. She goes, one, two, three, and yanked it. Oh and I go, Shannon. And I grabbed her arm. I literally almost punched the nurse. Oh my God. I go, I'm so sorry. I almost punched you. M most of our nurses were like, younger girls like un under 30 probably yeah but shannon was like the one that's like she's been around the block yeah she's not been saying working she was forever. old but she's like 
She's been she's, she's experienced. She's a Shannon's straight shooter. Yeah. Yeah. And she just was like, we're just going to get this over with. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, we're just going to do what we got to do. She wasn't gentle. Um, so then after that, I had been dilated enough once they pulled the balloon out to get admitted and get Pitocin. So that was maybe like 3.30 on Saturday. And then I got the epidural around 11.30 that night. Wow. So mm-hmm. it all started Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Then you had the whole Saturday thing with the balloon and the Pitocin. <laughs> and then you said what happened that night? Um, I got the epidural that night. Gotcha. Yes. And then that was when I was kind of, okay, we're in the bed. And it wasn't until 3 p.m. the next day that I was able to start pushing. And it was similar to you with Griffin. We hadn't progressed at all and then progressed super fast within like an hour or two. And so they kind of made it seem, oh, you're going to start pushing. Your baby's going to be here within the hour, maybe two hours max. So we texted all of you guys to come to the hospital thinking that our baby was going to arrive. CJ was going to be there. Ended up pushing for a lot longer. Then mm-hmm. was expected three and a half hours, which I think I had maybe said that. Um, and then, yeah, everything tumbled back down and having to go into surgery. Did you mm. get any sleep before all of that? Yeah, like in and out some. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. What were you doing, Caleb? <laughs> Trying to sleep. I had a... I had an eye mask. Yeah, he has a, an eye mask that he wore that says, will you be my bridesmaid? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? It's the only it's one mine. I have. It's yours. <laughs> it's silk. <laughs> it's like so I'd flip it inside out so no one could read it. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it like not as comfy when you flip it inside out? Yeah, because the embroidery of will you be my bridesmaid <laughs> across my eyeballs. <laughs> when did you realize that it wasn't going to be the fun slumber party sleepover that you thought it was going to be? I mean, honestly, like, even the the sleeping on that couch, like, the first night was fine. It was it was once you went into, like, C-section. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a... Well, wait, I want to share this story, because I don't think we told you guys this. When I was getting the epidural, you know how they have your partner, like, sit in front of you? Mm-hmm. My legs, they raised the bed, and my foot was rested on Caleb's knee. <laughs> and during it, when they're putting the needle in my back... Caleb didn't realize his feet were like up on his toes and he moved his leg and dropped it. And I go, what did I say to you? I don't know. I go, don't move a muscle or something (laughs) like that. Like he shifted me when he was giving giving me the epidural. So he was stabbing me in the back. That's scary. That's really scary. (laughs) Well, they didn't let him be in when they gave me. No, I was in there. For Augie, no. For Griffin, yes, but for Augie, no. He couldn't even be in there. It's really, it wasn't bad at all. I was nervous for that. It wasn't bad. Um, So yeah, I think once they... It got more serious once we went into the C-section, and that after that, I was pretty much alone like the rest of the night, which I think was really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you came in. They had Caleb come in later, like he wasn't there for any of the prep or anything in the C-section, so he was gone for like the first couple minutes when they were opening me up, and then after they had me opened up, they had Caleb come in. So mm-hmm. I was alone for like the first half, and then once. CJ came out. He was stuck in both directions, so I wasn't going to be able to push him out. And then his head, like, they were having a hard time pulling him out the opposite direction, which was, like, I think just proof that the C-section was the right move. Um, Yeah. But also crazy, when I look back on the video, you can, like, see that, like, me moving on the table because they were pulling so hard. And then when he came out, he didn't cry for a while. I I remember Mm. we were... And I don't know if it was a while or like you're just expecting it. And yeah. so time feels like it slows down, you know? Mm-hmm. It might have been like five seconds, but it felt like a while. Mm-hmm. I really don't know how long it was, but it just, yeah. it did feel like. It felt like a long time. And then when he first cried, we started crying. Aww. It was a really sweet moment. Mm. Yeah. And then Caleb got to announce, it's a boy. Yes. Which was so fun. That was so fun. That There's was really a penis. <laughs> yeah. Can we, we were say like, that? Yeah. <laughs> we actually like to say pee-pee on this podcast. <laughs> There's a pee-pee. <laughs> so that was really fun. Um, and then maybe you can talk about like him going into the NICU. Wait, hold that. Wait, pump, pump oh, yeah. the brakes for a Sorry. second. Um, I remember you, Caleb, like you'd come, you keep coming out like over and over again while we were there. Cause like, you know, labor wasn't progressing. Then there was the, you had to, we had to switch gears and you guys had to do a C-section. Um, I, I just felt like so, I felt so bad for you guys, but mm-hmm. like, I remember there's a point where like, I think it almost looked like you were about to cry. And I was like, dang, like I, I do not want to be in his shoes right now. Like, I didn't even know really what to say at that moment. How, like I guess how did how did you feel with all of that? Like were mm. you were you keeping it together? Did you feel like you were about to fall apart since you hadn't gotten much sleep and then you just had a million curveballs thrown at you? Like how did you feel through all of that? Um Yeah, I don't really re- remember. 
I also feel like in the moment I wasn't like processing everything and I like was like just gotta get through it. Mm-hmm. I think mostly it was like sleep deprived maybe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember coming out before the C-section. To, did I come out before the C-section to talk to you? You did, guys? yeah. I don't even remember that. Really? I mean, a lot of it, that was like f- three, four days really was like a blur and just all kind of ran together and i mean you guys were there for a long time you guys came to the hospital around three or four and we mm-hmm. didn't have cj until 10 14 that's right you guys waited so long which is really that to me is so touching i was that's sweet waited. that you're even thinking about that because i was worried that i don't know if like at what point it was like maybe we should go because we're just like it's on your mind that's like oh there's people here and I don't know. We just felt bad for you guys. We're like, mm-hmm. who do, who cares about us? Like, we can we can also, just sit. We're just sitting so in a chair. So excited. And we're not doing anything. Like, obviously, the birth plan did not go to plan mm-hmm. exactly. Not that you had like a strict plan, mm-hmm. but I was like so excited. There was no way I would have wanted to be anywhere else. Like, I <laughs> literally the whole day, Matt was trying to get me like do stuff. I'm like, we could be going to the hospital. Like, what are you doing? And yeah. I was like <laughs> trying to make myself busy. I didn't sleep that night because I thought for sure you were gonna text us and be Aww. like so I just like kept checking my phone I was like how are you sleeping I literally woke <laughs> up in the middle of the night I was like are you excited like literally Aww. he just like Abby was really excited, I was so excited. and then so I was sweet. like I gotta just do something and so I built that shuffleboard table up there oh and yeah I was just like <laughs> yeah. I couldn't I do anything you did like that actually night. productive I felt kind of like I kind of felt like what I would imagine like a dad would feel like Aww. during like I was just like here we go it's game day like I was like so excited but yeah Aww. I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else but I did I was like man I hate that this isn't going like you know so smoothly mm-hmm. but CJ comes and he's a healthy guy except mm-hmm. a couple hiccups mm-hmm. and so that got him in the NICU so you guys want to talk about that experience yeah like we said we, uh, they pulled him out didn't start crying by the crying. way did you watch I didn't even know this um, the I didn't know what the rules were. Like the the screen was there, <laughs> mm, yeah. And I was sitting in a chair. I definitely could have stood up and like saw over. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I've always been like a rule follower, and I didn't want to get yelled at, so I just stayed there. <laughs> Matt's a troublemaker. He didn't even sit down. No, I, I stood up. I kept like I would stand there up wasn't and sit. A chair they for told you. me I could sit down and stand up. They didn't, oh, okay. Like I had both options. There was a chair for me. So gotcha. pull him out. Does start crying. It's a boy. All of that. They go to like weigh him and everything. And they have this little, like, it, it goes over his mouth, and you can see his breathing, and it's like chest cavities, like, really, like, he's working hard. Um, the nurses were great, and they were like, this is pretty normal, He's he'll be fine, he just needs some help getting some of the fluids out, and he was fine, but then they're like, yeah, we want to, then they start, I hear him, like, paging, making their calls, like, prepare, get the room ready for the NICU, and I'm like... Okay, you're telling me this is like normal, but because so I don't get know. To see him, Abby? Did, did you? They brought him over when I was laying there. Oh, okay. Just to get, so we get a picture. Yeah, yeah, and and I got to like look at him and give him a kiss. But yeah, that was it. Was maybe thirty seconds. Okay. Really. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And we took a picture mm-hmm. or two. I forgot about mm-hmm. that picture. Yeah. 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 I remember that. But there was a fleeting moment. I mean, they they wanted to get him admitted. It's good that quickly. you got to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes. I didn't get to see Augie much in there, that room anyway. Yeah. They're I don't doing think that's so uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's uncommon. And then it was weird. So they take him. They take him to the NICU. And I'm like, do I be with my wife, who they're sewing back up? Do I go with my son, mm-hmm. who he's in the NICU? Yeah. So it definitely was like a weird. I didn't know what to do or pick. I asked you, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Go be with CJ." But that's when I went out to you guys and mm. your parents. Um, is there anyone else that was there? Mm-hmm. Okay. FaceTime your parents on. Yeah, yeah, your on yeah. The phone. And got mm-hmm. to announce to you guys like, "It's a boy." Yeah. And that was fun. That was fun, but also was like, I was excited telling you guys, but also like kind of stressed because I'm like, "Okay, yeah, they're sewing Abby up." yeah they're taking cj to the nicu like i wanted i was like telling you but then wanted to like bounce back and be with right 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 abby did you want caleb with you or like uh, how did you make the decision on 
to have Caleb go with CJ or stay with you? Well, in my mind, I'm like, this is pretty routine. I'm, I can advocate for myself. I can make my own decisions here. Like, I'm fine to go be a CJ and yeah. make sure he's okay and talk to the nurses there. And just, you know, so I was like, please go with CJ. He's a little baby. Yeah. He's a little baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I'm going to cry. What? Um, you have to talk about it. It's, I feel like I have like processed it all, but. I don't even know if we like sat down with you guys and talked it out like this, but that's when things like got really scary. Mm. And I remember like Caleb left, and the nurse like comes over to me, and she's like the anesthesiologist. She's like, "We're gonna start giving you some more medicines, and um, you're losing more blood than like you should be." And they're very calm, and it, but I can hear like the doctors. You know, you can hear them through the whole thing. And I'm laying there, and she's like, "You're losing a pretty good amount of blood." And in my mind, I'm starting to, like, go in and out of, like, consciousness. Like, I was so tired and exhausted. And I'm, like, getting sick. Like, I'm throwing up to the sides of me. And I can feel them, like, putting pressure. Because I had started hemorrhaging and losing a lot of blood. And I think being alone during that was, like, pretty scary um, and, like, sad. And the whole night after that was just kind of a nightmare. Not going to lie. And I was alone for a lot of it. And not, not like your fault. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. I told you to go be with CJ, but I was ended up being in the recovery room for like. Well, the, the nurse, I came back to see you because I was come, I was going like back and yeah, forth between the in. rooms, and she's like, "Yeah, recovery's even out of the uh, surgery room. Like, recovery's usually an hour to two hours." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Um, and then I think I came back one more time. Mm-hmm. And the nurse was like, let me just get your number and then I'll text you when she's going to the whatever's after post post room, whatever it's called. I'm like, okay. I tried to stay up because this was like... It was like four in the... It was almost four in the morning at this point. Well, at that point, I think it was like two. And so I like tried to stay up as long as possible because I was like, okay, within the next hour, she'll be she'll be out. And I was just exhausted, so... I fell asleep in the NICU room with CJ and uh, I don't I think I woke up because I like I was so exhausted but I couldn't sleep at the same time Mm. so then I texted the nurse like any update and I I think she was like no I don't remember I honestly like don't remember yeah it's all blur I mean I was in that asleep too like I think you came in and I was asleep at one point but yeah, that whole like recovery afterward was just pretty sad. Did we say it took instead of like one to two hours, it was four hours? Yeah, it was just, I mean, the bleeding had, well, they didn't know that the bleeding had stopped, but I just kept losing blood because, you know, they come and press on your stomach and stuff. And yeah. I don't want to be graphic, but yeah, it was just a lot. And they wanted to make sure that they had like closed the hemorrhage, like made sure the hemorrhaging was closed up correctly and i actually had to stop bleeding but at one point they came in came in and they were like hey if you keep losing blood like here are your options and they just weren't good options <laughs> like i don't know what they were one was surgery and i'm pretty sure it would have been to go in and i don't know like i was like would i lose my fertility with these options and mm-hmm. she's like it's a possibility mm-hmm. so it was just like a lot to go through that night you know thank you for opening up about that yeah um Hem- I, like hemorrhaging what is that i'm like what does that really, word mean yeah what does that word mean it's, honestly, i don't know i just know what it means bleeding yeah like hemorrhage means blood yeah I think. it's like not clotting yeah right? yeah uh, and that yeah. was and that was like your um abdomen your uterus like all the above mm-hmm. so when they took out my placenta typically when you remove the placenta your uterus contracts to cut off the blood vessels that were originally going into mm-hmm. that organ mine was so exhausted just from the whole labor process and pushing for so long and then going into surgery instead of my uterus contracting it just went limp and so Mm. it didn't cut off the blood vessels and it just kept bleeding so i ended up losing over half of my like hemoglobins and they thought they kept this in the hospital so long because they thought i was going to need a blood transfusion but thankfully um, i was healthy going in and i had a very high level of blood before that i didn't end up needing a transfusion did you what? say how much you lost? I lost over 2,500 units, which I think with a normal C-section, you lose about 1,000 units. And I lost over two and a half times. Wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. What, mm-hmm. like, could you see, 
I guess they just had to keep coming up and like wiping the blood away. Or was it like all was it mainly internally? I guess. Yeah. So it was internal. So they'd press on my stomach and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Gotcha. So it just every time they'd press on my stomach, more would come out, and so they weren't sure Got if it. I was continuously bleeding or if it was old blood. They weigh those yeah like pads that were on mm-hmm. to know how much blood you've mm-hmm. lost. I will say during the whole thing, I felt very at peace, and maybe it's because I was so tired. I definitely felt like God's peace over me and all the prayers leading up to that point. Like I felt very just, I was like, it's okay. Like whatever happens is okay. Like this is part of God's plan for me. This was his plan for our birth. It's okay. Um, but it was just, yeah. Now looking back, I'm like, whoa, that was really scary. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? I feel like the things like with birth, the beginning is such a cloud, but it isn't until later where, Obviously, we had totally different birth experiences, but I'm thinking about with Griffin where I was like, yeah, I think I need to work through that. Like, that was kind of scary. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. scared about the thought of doing that again. Yes. And it wasn't until later, because like right afterwards, I was like, like, I don't know. I was in (laughs) fantasy land, Uh but yeah, it's so weird how that kind of comes later. But I think that's Mm -hmm. a very normal thing mm-hmm. that I just didn't expect to happen and, and you were all by yourself through all of this or Caleb did come in and check or, or you had fallen asleep or what exactly I came uh, back I think I came back like yeah. twice okay but then when the nurse was like I'll just take your number if you're okay with it I'll take yeah. your number and I'll text you updates mm-hmm. but then it was like two three in the morning okay because I didn't know how long it was going to take and Caleb was coming in and I was like I want you to be with CJ mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was like I want you to go be with him and make I sure was there okay. when they and it's crazy how they put IVs into babies. Like they literally mm. use like a, a like a LED light, and you can see all the blood vessels and bones through their hand. So that's how they can find. But because they're just oh so small, gosh. and then they hooked him up to he was on like a CPAP machine, so that kept his airways open, both for oxygen to get in and for um, carbon di- carbon dioxide. What do I we breathe out? Yeah, breathe. Yeah, you breathe out carbon dioxide um, to get mm-hmm. out. And so he was on that, and then so the IV. He was like low blood sugar, CPAP, and then they put a tube into like through his nose, goes into the stomach, so that helps his stomach for not from not getting like upset. So it was just like a lot of like things hooked up to him, and then there's a thing on his foot that's checking his heart rate. So even which I couldn't pick him up for a day. But even when we could, it was just like all these wires and mm-hmm. tubes and just the really clunky and just, just it was sad. not easy. Hey, real quick, if you could please share this podcast with someone that you love, that would be awesome. We really appreciate you guys sharing the podcast and um, tell them to share it with another mother. Share it with another mother, Aww. your mom friend. Share it with the, but not my mother. Or, or pregnant. Or pregnant Let us friend. know if you guys, if there's any topics or that are like not it it might scare them. relationship slash marriage slash pregnancy content. Like, let us know if there's like something you want us to talk about on here that's like not like that. Because I feel like every episode is like birth, relationships, <laughs> marriage. So, um, but I don't know. I feel like we kind of have that in common with a lot of our guests. But let us know what you guys want to see. We love to hear your input and stuff. Who, anyway. Who should Matt and Abby have on their podcast next? That's also good. Let Comment us know. that. Comment that down below. I'd love, tag to Dave, I'd love to have Dave Ramsey on. Why do I think that'd be so much fun? Ooh. He was actually an inspiration for us with our finances because I like read all of his books when yeah. I was 19 and want to learn how money works. Maybe we could steps. financially afford marriage and then we we did. You should have Dr. Phil and his Dr. wife. Dr. Phil and his wife would be epic. That'd uh-huh. be so sick. That'd be cool. I still think you should have Zach Ertz and Julie. Dude, I'd love to have Zach and Julie Ertz on. Everyone they're, tag them. They're in Phoenix. They live in Arizona because Zach plays for the Cardinals and then Julie is so, a... As a professional soccer player, yeah. she was on the USA team. That's I don't insane. know if she retired after this last okay. World Cup. Um, I have a part-time job with the NFL slash Cardinals. This is pretty cool. When he comes out of the tunnel, I wasn't saying that was pretty cool. When <laughs> he comes, cool. we when he comes out of the tunnel, he'll go straight to the stands first thing. And Julie walks down with their son Madden. He like he's on, in all of his football pads and stuff like that, and he holds them and. And then I don't know if he kisses them, and then she gives them back. She goes up to their stands, but it's just cool to see him like interact with his son right before the game. That's really sweet. Yeah. Back to the episode. Did yeah. you get to do skin to skin? Mm-mm. No, not really. Aww. No. So I think that's kind of the next 
part that was hard was okay they stopped the bleeding everything's good we're i'm being moved out of the recovery room and they said do you want us to wheel you past cj and go see your baby and this was four in the morning this is the first time i had gotten to see him since he was born and they wheel the bed to the nicu caleb was in there or you came back and got got our stuff so we were going together and i go in there and it's like this big bed and he's turned the other way like i couldn't even see his face Aww. Which was really sad. That was probably the hardest part. I can't even imagine. Him not looking your way? I like, didn't even know what he looked like. Yeah. For like a long time. And then, yeah, it wasn't until like 3 p.m. the next day that we got to see him. Because I couldn't get out of bed. And they tried to get me out of bed. Like, they wheeled me back up 4 a.m. I finally get to sleep after like two days and then two hours later the nurses come in i love the nurses but i was literally like you guys are a joke um, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know what crack you're on because i'm not getting oh, out of bed wanted you to get up and you're like yeah oh. like, you need to stand i was like i literally just lost half my body weight of blood and i haven't slept in days and i sat up and i almost passed out so they just let me lay back down but i was like get out of here and then an hour later the lady comes in to do the birth certificate and she goes did you fill out the 96 questions and i go do i look like i filled out the 96 questions (laughs) (laughs) like they kept coming in they were kind of like a little bit annoyed that we hadn't filled that stuff out and i was like (laughs) what do you mean it's 8 (laughs) a.m I've been here four they hours. They gave all of you bath at 2 a.m. <laughs> they came in at like bath time. My, like, my, favorite, my favorite is Abby's trying to walk for the first time in the hospital and like people are like, hey, can I take a selfie with you? Oh, I pictures. can't imagine. Really? Well, on my first walk. I can't imagine. It's just like, <laughs> does like, it look oh, like, like it's a good time? <laughs> I'm Read dead through walking. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> Barely walking. <laughs> dead girl waddling dead with girl a giant waddling. hat on <laughs> did not that reminds me there was i don't know if this person recognized me from stuff i've been in with you guys but right after i told you guys it was a boy and went back when you were still in the recovery room i guess there was a nurse who was like you're i don't know what she said but she recognized me and you guys are, are good at it. Like, you know what to, like, I didn't know what to say. Well, I don't, what did I say? Do you, I, I told you. I think you go, oh, nice. I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know. But there were so many other okay. things on my mind. No, you cannot blame yourself. Any, like, literally. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I will say when I'm I. Weird. I'm weird every time, dude. I still can't help it. I'm just like, oh, no, you, you're not. You guys are good. I'm, so, I'm still was, so awkward, though. Side note, when we were there waiting in the waiting room, people were trying to admit me. <laughs> I was so big. Yes. They were like, they haven't got you in yet. And I was like. I forgot about that. That's like, amazing. I'm here for. <laughs> Wait, does that not break some hip law? I really didn't want them to bring me in the yeah. like, <laughs> I don't think Please, so. I'll go. Like, Same I know. Take me. Group birthdays. If if they're, which they're probably doing this, if they're like, man, Abby, you're in the next room. Like that's probably breaking HIPAA laws. But if they're saying to you like, hey, I, I yeah. know you guys. It's that not. I don't think that's okay. Them recognizing you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But if they're going around and be like, hey, you know who's next door? <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, not about us. No, no. <laughs> I was just funny. asking like if like when someone recognized Caleb in the hospital, I'm like, does that violate HIPAA? I don't know. I really should probably read up on HIPAA. I don't. That's like. A, that seems like a lot. Maybe not. Actually, Are we violating HIPAA? Right now? How your own vi- HIPAA? I don't think you can violate your own HIPAA. You can just freely share well, your own medical. CJs? Oh, that's a good see, point. Honestly, that's a conversation cut it all. that needs to cut, be had. Cut it all. No, that's a really good point. It's like you have your story to share, right? Yeah. But then it's like, at what point is it no longer your story to share? Mm-hmm. I don't think well, we'll share anything medically going forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. that does kind of freak me out. Mm-hmm. But then also, as the parents, you're the one who makes the decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you shared about your IBS? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what does that even mean? Irritable bowel. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what that is. Like me farting a lot. Or your back rash. My back, I don't have back, you, bro, you have back knee. I don't have back rash. What about your, uh, what's it called? What when you can't this, stop sweating? What is this conversation? Hypohydrosis? Hypo-hydrosis? You haven't let's shared about that? No, clear the air. I think we all, we all probably have IBS because we're all like farting so much. No, Matt, Thanks, John. this is serious. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah no, dude, you like can't get the bra into the toilet. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like, 
It's a problem in our family, dude. Like, no one can stop farting, and we just kind of let it rip. Okay. Even for the Howards married in. <laughs> I know. You guys, too. It transferred over. <laughs> I think it, it did transfer over. Yeah. That was only when I was pregnant. Why <laughs> did you give me so much grief for that? I thought it was funny. Um, I gave up. To the couples <laughs> that haven't farted in front of each other, just do it. Yeah. When, no, dude, Just when cu- do it. When couples are like, we don't fart. You spend too much like, time together. Something is wrong with We've you. been married for seven years and we haven't farted in front of each other. <laughs> we it's have not friends cute. like that. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's are weird. you fully known if you haven't farted? Like, if, you're, if you're dating, I'm like, okay, you're dating. Right? Intimacy. Like, you married. Yeah. Into me, see, including. But you've been, <laughs> you know, if someone's been, they've been married for a couple years and they haven't farted or pooped in front of each other, I'm like, you guys need to take a step forward in your relationship. Yeah. Take it to the next the, level. That's the fifth That's the fifth what? Base. Fifth That's, that's Yeah, that's fifth base. Joke about bases. <laughs> that's the after, grand after slam. After, it was inappropriate. I'm so okay. sorry. Moving forward. Abby's uh, trying to make a sex joke on her podcast. No, it's a fart joke. But like the bases, like a home run. Is, know, we all okay. know what a home run is. And you just said that that's the fifth base is. That's the grand slam. I actually, <laughs> full, full transparency, I do not know the bases. And I How was thinking not? about that during you the don't show. Know the I was like, mm, yep, I don't know second, Abby, third. You I feel like everyone school. has their own definition of bases. Just think about it Okay, logically. maybe nobody knows the bases. But you went to I, I think everyone knows what a home run is. First base is kissing, and then the second and third are just the things in between. You don't know the bases. <laughs> I do know the bases. Do you want me to literally spell that? You just said the things in between. You don't know what the we'll things in between? We'll talk about it between? later, actually. Oh my gosh, I feel like if you went to public school, you should know these things. Yeah, you should. Hey, you're a public school kid. You would be shocked at how sheltered you can be in a public school. Wow. I went from Catholic school to public school, and it was a whole world that I had never experienced before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally first week, I was like, what is that? Okay, I was the most <laughs> crazy of my friends, and that says something. Wow. That's good, though. They were all so tame. That's what we hope for our kids. I know. I'm yeah. like, I Wait, I feel like Catholic school is worse than public school. I feel like there's some um, crazy high school stuff. for sure. Yeah, Catholic high schools. Yeah, I feel like it depends on what crowd you run in. That's you don't I, mean Catholic. You mean private? Yeah, private school. Oh yeah, but like the ones where it's like all girls and all boys. Like uh-huh. I feel like it just makes all the kids. That's such a weird concept unhinged. for me. But like, that's, that's all the, girls high school. Uh, that's crazy. The people that you knew. I don't know. Do, oh really? Like a recency bias. I think some of them are like devout like super nerdy and no i don't think it's like a faith thing i think it's just like a well i think, I think in st louis school. specifically it's a lot of very wealthy kids that go to private school and so i think you just kind of have so they can buy the expensive louis, drugs yeah i think so. st louis is the highest i don't know if it's private or just catholic school per capita in the whole country there's more private catholic schools or just in st school. louis yeah Interesting. in the country more than like Boston or that like weird some of those East Coast cities that have high, mm-hmm. yeah, per capita because we have lower. I believe wow. that though because mm-hmm. when you go to St. Louis, it's like what? High so when you have that many, you're definitely going to have. It's not just going to be like it's a mixed makes, bag. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow, we've strayed so far. Where, but, <laughs> where are we talking? We talking about I don't like know birth? if you want to talk about like that. That was obviously a really hard time mm-hmm. being yeah. away from your new baby, but at that time you're also recovering. Mm-hmm and probably sleeping a lot and yeah. just like trying to get healthy enough. So mm-hmm. yeah, how do you view that experience? I look back on it not, I look back on it with sadness, but I'm not angry about it or bitter because I do in the grand scheme of CJ's life. I mean, look at him. Look, look at, at him. him. So precious. Perfect. He's a really cute baby. Thank like you. actually, can babies you say, usually like, aren't ob- cute. Can I'll you be- say like objectively? No, seriously, dude, he's a really cute baby. Adorable and perfect. Our Thank baby you. finally and he's got. He's gonna be valedictorian. I'll be honest, like <laughs> he's so smart. I don't think newborns look very cute. Even my own kids, like at first, like it's just it's kind of rough. They scared Your kids us at some, the beginning. He's always looked so cute. <laughs> they were so cute. I think so too. Thank but you. then I'm like, is that just me? Is that just because we? Because like him everyone so much. says that about no, their baby. He's it's actually not like objectively you have a really cute kid. Wow. Thank you guys. We appreciate that. From the that. day he was born. Wow, that's yep. sweet. Because I remember when you guys had baby. Griffin, I was like, he's the most beautiful baby oh I've my ever gosh. seen. I felt like a mom. I was like, he is literally no. beautiful. I he loved him. such a conehead. We look, we look back, back at him and now. We're kind of scared. And we're like, we're like, oh. I want to show him the pictures when he's older. He's going to be like, he's going to be freaked out. He's like, that was me. That was a crazy experience. It's hilarious. You looked I had you a crazy baby alien. picture. <laughs> <laughs> I look back and I'm like, wow, it was an ugly baby. No. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like the awkward phase that people go through in middle school. It's yeah. like, that's what you go through when you're a newborn. Yeah. Most kids, except for CJ. He's Have like you, the exception. Sweet. Side thought. Have you guys put 
CJ or August or Griffin in a pumpkin or attempted to? We, we did attempted put to Griffin put Griffin in a pumpkin last he, year. It made him sad. Okay. He got sad, yeah. yeah. Similar reaction to CJ's. But yeah, you guys pulled him out really quick. We... <laughs> We, we put them like, back in. After. Got it. <laughs> you put it back in. We tried to get we tried twice. paper towels in there. We, we yeah, we lined it. Yeah, and he still didn't like it. We got one picture, but you know, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't like Pinterest. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> never is like Pinterest. Yeah. yeah. Backtracking a bit, I can't imagine like after laboring for like literally days and then having a C-section and then hemorrhaging and then this like a nurse telling you, "Hey, by the way, you might like lose your fertility." That like whoa hold up that mm-hmm. was so fast um sorry i kind of like jumped back into that really okay. quickly um but yeah like when did they tell you just kidding <laughs> like, it's okay well so that when i was in recovery they did a she came up to me and she said hey these are your options if you're not bleeding if it hasn't stopped you have two options one was like an ablation or something of the uterus to like kind of burn the lighting, I think, to help okay. stop the bleeding. The second would have been surgery. And she goes, at all costs, we want to avoid surgery. Okay. She didn't tell me what it was, but she was just like, it'd be serious. Is that like removing your uterus, basically, so that you don't I don't know. Don't Maybe. Die? I don't okay. want to say that's like for sure what it is, because they didn't say, so I don't want to spread like misinformation, but it could have been like a hysterectomy or something with the uterus that okay. I probably would have affected having babies again. And I asked her, I was like, with the ablation, like, would that affect my fertility? She said, the goal is for it to not. But yeah. it's a possibility. And uh, we've always mm-hmm. talked about having like four. Multiple kids. Yeah. yeah. So that was really hard. But then they did an ultrasound on my stomach. And she was like, I can tell that the it looks good. So then she was like, let's see what's going on up there. Okay. And it was just old blood from the surgery that hadn't come out. And so they were able to like flush out my system. And then I had stopped bleeding. It's crazy what they can do medically. I know. To know that that blood had been. It was old f- blood. Yeah, old blood even. <laughs> I know. I loved my doctor and my nurses. They made me, like, we were, I mean, I look back on this with, like, a lot of sadness, and I would say parts of it were traumatic, and I, I used, I don't, I don't use that word a lot, but parts of it were very, like, holy crap. Um, but I, honestly, there were times where I was, like, laughing with my doctors and my nurses through it. Like, I, they were such an amazing team, and they made me feel really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And they were serious and conveyed the seriousness of the situation well without making me panic. That's incredible. It was good. Yeah, even like when he was going and taking him to the the NICU, they properly described the severity of it, I would Mm say. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he was only in the NICU for two to three days. Three days, days, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there's babies that have many Mm -hmm. more issues. I mean, we look back on this and it was scary, but we're fine. We're healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CJ's healthy. So I'm like, But didn't okay. they tell you though, hey, you had a C-section for your first, so that means you can only have X amount of babies going forward? No. Okay. So when I was talking to my sister, my sister's a physician's assistant. Okay. And so we were just processing. She was helping me get through all the medical jargon and all that after. And she, we were talking and I asked her that and she was like, there might be a limit just because of the complications with my uterus. She's like, you'll just have to talk to your doctor, but they might not want you to have more than three because you could be at risk for a uterine rupture later on because you had complications here. But when I went for my post-op checkup, they're like, no, you are totally okay. Like looking at your notes and what the doctor said, you'll be fine. And I would be a candidate for VBAC if I wanted. So that made me feel comfortable where it's like, I still have options in the future. Do Which you, where I thought I didn't. Do you want to do a VBAC? I think I would try. First of all, do you want more babies? Oh, so yeah. many more babies. Yeah. I remember laying there and they're like pressing on my stomach. I can feel the blood coming out. And I was like, I would literally do this all over again for another baby. Aww. Like it's so crazy. And it's amazing. Just, you know, it's like we go through hell and back for these babies. And it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want more babies, Caleb? Have you got, you said that so quietly? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine getting pregnant next month? No. no. That would be, that's what we do. I no. think about that. <laughs> Only an idiot would do that. <laughs> use protection. Use protection. Use, use last protection. Six because I Double up. The pill. Thank you. <laughs> no, I actually, was like, can I get an IUD? They were like, you're not ready. You need to come back. Like, I don't know if you guys knew this, but if you double up on condoms, it's actually worse because then they want the Triple up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Google that? I learned that in health class in high school. Okay. That just sounds don't painful. Don't put two on. At the yeah, same don't time. put two on, and they'll both rip. I um, googled that recently. Did you, did you, are you guys on? Are you guys on birth control? Can I ask that? Is that? Yeah, like, I, just, okay. I was going to do the Nuvaring because I really liked that before, okay. but it has the 
um, hormone in it that stops breastfeeding. So I'm just on the pill. pill I was Oh, yeah, go How ahead. How do you like being on the pill? Well, I don't like it, but okay. I'm going to be okay. on it yeah, for okay. a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it either. You don't like it either? Well, what? It, I wasn't taking it. I can't get the timing <laughs> right. Well, it I'll just makes my explain. energy lower. My energy's lower. The libido's lower. Oh, <laughs> that's why you don't like it. <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> I'm more shy with these things, Caleb. It's okay. I thought libido was the, the calmest word to use in that yeah i'm telling my parents to not watch this episode but <laughs> too <laughs> that, late those are my only side effects from the pill <laughs> oh really yeah i don't yeah. have bad side effects i feel like my i feel like our mom hated the pill as she told us that or something didn't I don't she know. start like, it when like, she was older though maybe we shouldn't talk about this i don't know yeah i don't yeah <laughs> hipaa violation <laughs> HIPAA. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. i was gonna ask we kind of skipped over like the whole like feeding and sleeping and everything oh, yeah. of the newborn stage how did that all go breastfeeding going good yeah it was good so i think it's funny because we talk about this like we love the nipple shields with <laughs> all know. of our lives and all of our hearts and in the nurse i, I have a whole collection <laughs> <laughs> like which one do you use today <laughs> it that helped so much because at first he was having a hard time latching and then once we used that it was like pretty easy why did he had a hard time latching <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to expose anatomically i need it keep going <laughs> Goofy. i wonder what's the stigma around nipple shields I don't know. A girl messaged me the other day and she was like, my lactation consultant told me my supply is going to be affected. They I have to me, pump a lot. They told me that I would have to pump 15 minutes after every feed if I use the nipple shield, which I'm not a medical person, but we would have had a real big problem if I pumped that much every time a after I fed. A big problem. <laughs> <laughs> Two like, deep freeze problems. Like how many gallons worth of problems? <laughs> Your little garage would just be deep freezes. Anyway. I don't understand. I can't wrap my mind around how a little piece of silicone would affect your supply. If that milk is still coming out. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think they say that, I don't know, baby we're saliva not doctors. kid. Yeah, we're yeah. Not, we not doctors or medical professionals. I, we can speak from this our own is, experience, though. It works It great. didn't affect anything. Yeah. It just helped a lot with latching. So I feel like the breastfeeding the physicalness of it was fine the commitment is yes. crazy it's no one tells you about i mean i saw you do it but i still didn't even then physically doing it yourself it's like oh okay it's already been an hour and a half and i gotta feed again we we had mm -hmm. friends back in kansas city um and when we were living there and they had their first baby she tracked how many hours a week she was feeding and it was like close to 40 it was like close to a full-time job it's a lot of time and also i feel like you guys cannot wrap your head around the mental commitment of like constantly thinking, okay, where am I going to be? Will I be able to feed there? Are we going to be in the car? Oh, I can't do that because that's going to take an hour. Uh, we have a, UPS. We just got a package. That's going to be an hour, but he's going to need to eat in 45 minutes <laughs> at yeah. least. And then what if he needs to eat early? Sometimes he gets hungry early or mm -hmm. things like that. Like, totally. And you're like, he didn't eat very good the last time because he kept falling asleep. <laughs> so then I'm going to need to feed sooner than three hours. Uh -huh. It's crazy. It is crazy. The amount of money that you save on formula, so worth it. Oh, <laughs> crazy, yeah. It's just so expensive. So I'm really happy that we were able to make it work. Mm -hmm. And to touch on sleeping quick. He sleeps really good, so we haven't had issues. He's literally an angel baby. Yeah, he slept nine hours last night. Okay, good do guy. you think, was that scary trying to feed him right away after the birth? Because I know, didn't you like sleep like nine hours after, after you know, that whole scare? And then um, he went to the NICU, like, didn't you? Oh, he was on bottles for like, oh, he was. So you weren't even breastfeeding at all. Did mm -hmm. your milk come in? Like, were you engorged? I pumped a little bit in the you hospital. Did? Yeah, but he did formula. So the first, like, for a while after after like he came home, I would breastfeed and then supplement feed the formula because mm. I think he just needed like extra when he had jaundice and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so once I got going in a rhythm, it came in just fine. It didn't affect anything. Not to backtrack again, but like the day that morning we were supposed to leave the hospital. They're like, oh, he's looking a little jaundice. We're going to run a test and see if we need to put him under uh, this light. And I'm like, okay, like how long would he be under the light? Like couple hours she's like um a couple days and i was like that's when i got like mm. ticked off mm -hmm. i was like we're bringing this baby home today <laughs> oh because you were gonna have to leave without yes, him yes we'd have to leave without him and he'd be there like three more days oh, under some sad. light I feel but then it came back and they're like okay his numbers are good just try to keep them in front of windows wow <laughs> can you imagine being a parent like with your kid just in the hospital for days i had My a friend breaks. who they it's were so they had a preemie baby and I mean months early mm -hmm. and uh, it was months 
Oh my gosh. Like mm-hmm. four months or three months yeah. the baby was in the NICU. Even though I don't ever want to scare anybody with this stuff because it is, it was crazy and it was intense, but it has been the greatest joy of my life. And Aww. even when I look back on that, I'm like, holy crap, that was a lot and terrible. But I'm also, I just, I'm so proud of us and we're very strong and women are so much stronger than men. we think that we are. <laughs> so much stronger than men. Stupid men. No, kidding. I'm not that girl. I love men. Um, <laughs> you, love, you love men? I love men. Love man. Um, <laughs> you love men or you love man? I love this man. Um, and yeah, being a mom is the best thing in the entire world and I'll do it 10 more times. So. You're having 10 children? No. Wow. No, <laughs> cut it. <laughs> Actually, how many, do you guys know how many kids you want? I think three or four would we've, be amazing. Yeah, we've talked about a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In addition to the one or like total? Total. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. We had a good w- would you rather. Well, you have two now, but it was would you rather just have one kid or where you're at now or have 10 more kids? My heart says 10, ten. but my head oh knows my that I couldn't love <laughs> Wait, 10. Be, be honest. Enough. Are you serious though? Like you're actually, you're not joking. I said my heart says 10, but my head knows I couldn't, I couldn't be the mom that I'd want to be to each kid if I had yeah. 10. Mm-hmm. I just view it as like every, obviously I, I want to, I love that we have, I need to stop talking, but like obviously the more kids you, the more kids you have, every day. It's le- but it's less time you it's get like with each of them. we think we need to get pregnant right now because that's what we did yeah. last time. So I'm like. We don't need to talk about this for like a while. No. But like, okay, anybody the- could agree that if you have 10 children, you're not going to have as much quality time with those 10 kids individually mm-hmm. as you would if you had one kid. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think about every new kid as that. And it's like, I want to have really good memories with my children. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. if you have a ton of kids, you just can't have that same close relationship with all of them. But two is so cute together. Yeah. I love yeah. two. I really, really like two. Hey, what do you in think? two to three years when you're feeling up for it, we'll wait to have our next kid and we can have them together again. Yay! <laughs> what do you guys think? Matt, the pregnant Abby's were iconic. We were so I miss it. <laughs> pregnant Abby, the fat. We were eating what? so good. The, I was, say, I was gonna say, was it Fat Amy? The Fat Amy TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So oh wait, is that what her name is? What? I Maybe think, I, I think know. that is her TikTok name. Okay. From oh, from the Thousand Pound Sisters. Yeah. That TikTok we made was kind of funny. That yeah. was so fun. So iconic. So, that together. was cute. You guys were cute pregnant ladies. Yes. We're just eating good. We're gonna keep making packs. <laughs> how how long <laughs> do you scared. think that ideally do you want the gap to be between? If you choose to have more kids, we can't. Matt saying no more babies. Okay. Right. So we'll come let's back. Just, to, let's just talk we'll about it. it in you a couple just need years. a break. You just need we'll a nap. Bro, you just need been, to take a break. We've been in the thick of it for so. Can we just take a break and like think about this later? We'll table it. We keep we'll saying that we're not going to talk about it. You guys are like young enough that you could literally wait 10 years. I know. Yeah. I, I, to- we I wait told 15. We yeah. could literally have a kid in 15 years. I personally years. don't think I'm down for that, but. My aunt, our aunt had a kid at 40. No, Our I, grandma had our had um, our uncle at 40. I'm not, I'm saying anyone, no. I'm talking about my personal. Oh, it yeah. seems crazy to start over at that point in my head. I know, I think it'd be so fun yeah. to be like. It's four, hard enough 13 months later. 20 years from now, I could be 45 years? and be an empty nester. We're just like partying it up. That'd be so fun. Abby. Yeah, we. we Are you just that. trying to party? I like this girl a lot. I like spending time with her a lot. He thinks that I won't love him as much you know, we'll give it a couple years we won't talk about it anymore and then mm-hmm. we'll come back well nope. you guys this has been so much fun chatting it up we have an appointment to go get, get, get go get but what was that do you think this will go be the, the least watched podcast no why would <laughs> why you say, are you that? say that no definitely not this has been such a fun conversation go subscribe to caleb and abby's youtube channel um, we just go. did uh trader joe's fall bangers, bangers and lamers lamers <laughs> to watch that video i love trader joe's fall and we'll have you guys on during christmas time and we'll do all their wait should we make we, another yule wait, we can make a yule log video oh. we can do that we need to go Let's back do it. go Let's back do on it. our on our youtube channel from like three years ago we made yule logs for christmas time with caleb they and were you guys made yule logs no, they, were t- they tasted so good <laughs> you fall asleep. I yeah. t- it was like two in the morning three two one peace, peace out, out dudes. Dudes.